This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Becky. Yes. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? Great. Good morning to you. Good, Good morning. morning. Here are your three headlines. If you can tell us the real one, we'll send you to our premiere of How to Be Single that we're doing next Tuesday, okay? Great. All right. It's the real one. Eh? A couple has a silly string fight at Walmart and gets arrested when they won't pay for it. Is it B, guy breaks up with cheating girlfriend by spray painting Lucy is loose all over her house and car? Or C, woman busted with porn on her work computer claims the talking beaver in her backyard made her do it? Hmm, I'm going to guess C. C? C as in cat? Yes. yes. No, I'm sorry. It's not oh. the talking beaver. That was my favorite too, Becky. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it was hey. Walmart. It was Walmart, oh. Becky. Yeah, the employees at a Walmart in Ludington, Michigan, gave this couple an extremely generous offer, and the couple went to jail because they were too stupid to take it. (laughs) 26-year-old Samantha Christensen of Muskegon, Michigan, and her 24-year-old boyfriend, Derek Gomez, went to Walmart earlier this week, grabbed some cans of Silly String off the shelves, and started spraying it on each other. And then they took their Silly String fight right through several aisles and went through several cans. Mm. And they made a hell of a mess, too. But the employees told them that they'd clean it up and would not call the cops as long as Samantha and Derek paid for the silly string they'd used. Because this stuff is expensive. It costs like three bucks a can. But they wouldn't do it. So the staff did call the cops, and Samantha and Derek were arrested for retail fraud. Yep. I don't know why they didn't take them up on the offer. That's That sounds like a great deal. Just leave, so. pay for the silly string, and get out of here. that $15, Steve, maybe? Yeah, and yeah. you know what a pain in the butt it is to clean up that silly string? Right. Oh, that, that it's fun while you're doing it. Yeah. Well, now they're both looking at up to 93 days in jail or a $500 fine. Oh, my God. Dang. They should have just paid the 15 Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Hello. 652, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Looking at sun and cloud mix today. A few flurries. Skies clearing this evening at a high of 36. Right now, it's 32. So every Tuesday and Thursday, right about this time, we like to play for you a classic second date update that you may have missed the first time around, especially if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at a later hour when this originally aired. Kylie is looking for a second date with this guy, Jim. Kylie, welcome to Jeff and Jen's second date update. Hey. Hey, you sound <laughs> she so said sad. Sheepishly. <laughs> Tell us about this guy, Jim. Well, let's start with how the two of you met, and then we'll get to how that first date went. Okay, well, um, you know, I never thought I'd be that girl, but I actually met him online on a Christian Mingle. And You uh, never thought you'd be which girl? The girl calling second date update or meeting somebody on a dating website? I guess both. To be honest, I like him so much, I'm willing to put myself out there, you know? Yeah. But uh, the going online thing was totally new to me until recently and you said you went on christian mingle right yeah okay so your faith is obviously important to you and you want it to be important to the person that you hook up with. oh yeah i mean i'm i'm not super religious but i do have a strong faith and i love my church and my church family and really want to find someone who shares my beliefs 
Yeah. Sure. We understand that. Okay. So you met him there. Who found who? Um, he found me and uh, asked me to dinner. <laughs> Picked me up at my place. Super nice, super friendly. And um, I don't know, he was just really kind of calm and, and comfortable, which is awesome because I was a total nervous wreck. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he calmed me down. And um, we went to Bravo and we had dinner there. It was great. Good. Um, little Italian food. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong there. So, so far, you're feeling really comfortable with this guy, which is a big, that's important. Yeah, I mean, the conversation was so easy, and we did have a glass of wine. I mean, both of us aren't really big drinkers, but... Um, yeah, no, neither are me and Fritch. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? We're not uh-huh. heavy drinkers at right. all. Yes, but the wine at Bravo, I heard, was really good. They got a great wine list. I there. heard about it. Sure. It's like a menu on its own. It's like, it's awesome. Yes. He was actually one of the first guys in a long time that when I, I did talk to them, they asked, he asked me questions about my family, my work. He seemed genuinely interested in talking to me good. and um, learning about you and finding out stuff. It's not like, you know, this guy just rattling off his resume or his hobbies. You know what I mean? He was yeah. just a, a good guy. Right. You know? So after dinner, he uh, took me home. He <laughs> gave me a hug and a, and a quick kiss on the cheek. He even asked if it was okay. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Wow. And I didn't expect or want anything more than that. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I just thought I would definitely see him again, but nothing. Huh? I haven't heard anything. And yeah. To and be so, honest, the best date I've had in a long time. Right. So did you send him a thank you text? I kind of, I started to, a friend of mine told me not to, you know, just to let the guy do his thing, you know? Oh. So I haven't really heard him from him. Hmm. All right. Well, then listen, since you can't pick up on anything that's glaringly obvious and you'd like to see him again, that's what we do. We're willing to make the call. So Kylie, since we got to take a break anyway, we'll put you on hold. Fritch will pick up and get the phone number from you and we will contact Jim next and find out what he thought of you and his date with you. Coming up with Jeff and Jen on Q102. Kylie met this guy, Jim, on Christian Mingle, and she was very nervous about it. She hates to be that girl calling second date update about a guy, let alone meeting a guy online, but it's 2015, and we do things differently. It happens. In this day and age. Mm -hmm. So Jim, super nice guy, picks her up, immediately calms her. He's one of those guys that's just, he's so relaxed and so laid back and so chill that she felt calm around him, and he seemed to genuinely like her. He took an interest in her. He asked her questions about herself. The, she said the conversation was effortless. Is there anything better than that with someone that you don't know, a complete stranger? So after a great dinner at Bravo, I can't remember if you guys said you had. Did you have a glass or two of wine while you were there, Kylie? We both had a glass of wine. It, w- right. it wasn't like, oh, we're only having that. That's how it ended up being. Okay, but you didn't get wasted or anything like that, to your knowledge, right? <laughs> no. Okay. 
So anyway, after the date, I mean, he took her home, gave her a hug. He asked permission if he could kiss her on the cheek, which is just, it sounds so sweet. Very nice. And then this guy, he completely disappears. She never hears from him again. And Kylie, you said that you didn't even send him a thank you text just because you were advised by a friend that you should let him make all the moves. Is that right? Yeah, at first, just to, you know, and then, you know, be a little bit more communicative, but not not at first. She said, you know, just. She kind of sounded desperate or looks desperate. So huh. you consider yourself pretty traditional when it comes to dating. Um, you, you know, actually, I'm kind of um, more like I go for what I want, but okay. it hasn't worked for me in the past I see. <laughs> with certain relationships. But like in my line of work and, and just my, myself as a person, I'm you were open to change in the game. Confident, go for it. Kind Understood. Okay. All right. Well, let's call Jim and see what he thought of Kylie and his date with her. I'm a little nervous, but I think Jim's going to calm me down. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jim. Yes. Hello. Hi, Jim. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good, I guess. Did I win anything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, not yet. You haven't won anything yet, but I don't know. If this goes well, we're going to try to send you to dinner with someone very special, Jim. The reason we're calling. By the way, uh, Fritch and Tim are here. Say hi, guys. Morning. Hi, Jim. Hi. Everybody. <laughs> Party. Welcome. Welcome, Jim. Our apologies if we're catching you at a bad time. We don't want to take too much of your time up, but we wanted to ask you about a mutual friend named Kylie who just thinks the world of you. You remember your date with Kylie? Yeah, I do. I sure do. What's this about? Well, she loved her date with you. She was telling us how nervous she was going into this. And just what a calming influence you had on her and how enjoyable you were to talk to and um, how sweet you were when, when you all said goodbye. And I think she was a little disappointed that she hadn't heard from you again. She was hoping for a second date. And I don't know if you've just been busy or you got other stuff going on. But Well, look, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not really the type of person that I don't kiss and tell or, you know, I'm, I'm not really that type, you know, okay. I, I just... Uh, especially on the radio, sure. For Christ's sake, um, but look, <laughs> says the guy who dates on Christian Mingle. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Okay, all right. Well, I go. This is the reason why I'm on that side is because I'm looking for the woman that's going to be the mother of my children. You know, I don't. I have. I'm very much a traditionalist. I I think the man should be the earner and the woman should take care of the children at home. So, oh. you know, when she's Kylie's a great great woman and she's gonna make somebody a great wife uh -huh. and i you know I, I wish her the best of luck but you know i i have i went on christian mingle because i just i'm looking for a certain type of person to spend the rest of my life and to raise my children with and uh you know you can call me whatever you want a misogynist or a chauvinist big or whatever i don't think anybody's it calling you really that jim I, I i think she was just bummed that she hadn't heard from you again uh, it, it, do you currently have children have you been married before no that's what i'm looking for a woman that is, is just basically going to be the queen of my castle you uh, know okay. she's going to take care of the kids and yeah, and I'll go out and I'll deal with what's out there in the in the world and uh, and make the money and pay the bills. Well, that is very yeah. traditional, and I'm sure there are plenty of women that are on board with that, and maybe Kylie is too. Did she lead you to believe that she's not? Well, I mean, the the whole time we were talking about her job, you know, and and how much she loves her job, and oh. 
it looks like she might make oh. more money than I do, you know. So I, I don't know if, if it's something that she would ever want to give up. I, it seemed like she was so excited about everything that happens in her career that I wish her the best. I don't, I, you know. But she I, seems not too upwardly mobile or self-sufficient to you to be the queen of the castle. I, I feel like some assumptions are being made here, and you may be right, but we haven't really had a chance to ask Kylie. And, and, and Jim, I, I, I wasn't concealing this from you. I meant to tell you that Kylie is also on the line with us, and she's hearing everything oh, that we're God. talking about. Ky- say hi, Kylie. Hi. Hi. Let's, let's just cut the tension hi. right here. Hi, Kylie. How you been? Well, it's interesting because a queen wouldn't necessarily work, so he wants a maid for his castle. So I don't know what year he thinks this is. That, that's not what I, I said. It was 2015. That's not what I said, and uh, and that's what I mean is that I, I don't, you know, I I don't want to be bad of here. I'm, you know, I'm actually trying to get to work, you know. So I it doesn't, huh. you know, I, I don't appreciate so, that honestly, Kylie. I mean, I was yeah, very courteous yeah, to you. I was a gentleman. I didn't lead you on. I took you home and made sure you were safe, and that was it. You know, I didn't say anything oh, negative about you. I wasn't saying much neg- anything much negative about you. What I'm trying to confer to you or infer to you is that a marriage, to me, is a partnership and not someone that goes out and slays a dragon and brings it home and I cook it up and take care of the kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to contribute, too. And I can't understand, especially in this day and age, to be honest with you. Well, that's your deal. My deal, I want to go slay the dragon, and I want to take it home. And I I want to... Are you going to bring home six figures? I want the person I'm with to cook up the dragon and serve it to me, okay? And serve it to my children. Well, I get paid six figures to do that. Listen, I'm all... Look, all the power to you. Take your six figures and find somebody else on Christian Mingle or wherever else. And they'll be good with it. That's all I'm saying. I have the choice of choosing the lifestyle that I want, and nobody's going to tell me how I'm going to live my life. Right. Well, let me let me just point something out to you. I feel like you are picking and choosing because the last time I checked, when they say submit in terms of the, the religion we share, that means for you and I to submit to one another and what to do, what to do what's best for the family. So maybe me making more money is best for the family, and you should stay home and take care of the kids. What do you think? I have no comment. You know, I, like I said, I didn't criticize you at all. I didn't say anything about the, the date. I think you're a lovely person. I, I choose to live my life this it. way, we'll and do. if you don't respect it or care you're about right. my life, then it. why would we be together? Yeah. Exactly, because you do not respect women. So I would not want to be with a man, nor would I respect a man that does not respect women. You know, Kylie, I, I got to take up for Jim on this. I don't feel like he doesn't respect women. I think that he just prefers to be the breadwinner. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It would not work in your case because, you know, based on what you make and the fulfillment that you get from your job, it wouldn't work for you. But I suspect there are women out there that would be perfectly happy with that arrangement. Oh, that yeah. would feel a lot of women that, want to be yeah. stay-at-home moms. Sure, that, that would feel that that's an equitable partnership. Absolutely. Where, sure. You know, he takes care of what's happening outside of the home, and she takes care of everything that's going on inside the home. Mm-hmm. But he seems a little harsher about it than I kind of. I kind of feel like I'm like, ooh, like it's cool yeah. if you feel that way, but calm down a smidge. Yeah, I don't feel as comfortable as you felt when you first met. Yeah, I was wondering. I was the same thing. I'm like, how is he kind of disarming? I don't know. Well, you know, maybe if we had a glass of wine, you'd feel a little more comfortable. Well, maybe so, Jim. And, you know, we're not looking in his eyes. He may be stunningly good looking with a very soft gaze. Yeah.
So obviously no second date here. But, Jim, listen, we just appreciate you answering yeah. the phone and taking a call. And I know that you're heading into well, work. Listen, Kylie, I, uh, you're a great girl. I wish you the best. And you guys are the best. I love you guys. So, Oh, we appreciate that, Jim. Thanks, Jim. You Thank take you. care of you and good luck. Bye. Take care. <laughs> And Kylie, I'm sorry that that didn't work out. I wasn't aware that you guys talked so much about your job and your career. I, I guess that's part, in part why he was asking questions was because he was trying to get to He's know you. Feeling you out. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I didn't realize I was speaking that much about my career. I mean, I didn't even bring it up when I talked to you guys, you know? That's <laughs> so. true, too. But it's okay. I mean, that's important to you, and you want to work, you know? That's not that. I mean, that's great. Good for you. I'll tell you what, Kylie. Yeah. There are plenty mm-hmm. of guys that are totally okay with you bringing home that six-figure yeah. salary. Hello. Jeff would be one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Congratulations on a very successful career. I think that's cool. Thanks. Yeah, we wish you uh, the best of continued success. And uh, if we can ever help you out again, Kylie, we'd be happy to do it. Thanks for listening. Good right, luck. Thank you, guys. You got it. All right. If you've been out on a first date, thought everything went really, really well, but you have not heard back and want us to make a second date update call for you, 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. The most likely ways you'll die while taking a selfie. <laughs> Pay attention, Fritchie. Okay, I got it. Oh, wait, let me take a picture. Also, evidently, we are very busy people, even when we're on the toilet. Lots to get you caught up on. News that didn't make the news is next. <laughs> For some of the news that didn't make the news this morning, the most likely ways you'll die while taking a selfie. We're very busy people, even when we're on the toilet, evidently. And four <laughs> things you must do at your Super Bowl party. It is Thursday, February 4th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. In case you don't know, the Super Bowl is this Sunday, or as every ad says, because of the NFL's rabid army of lawyers, the big game. The big game, yeah. Is on Sunday. The championship game. Right. Mm -hmm. Approximately 189 million Americans will watch the game. That's more than half the country, and here's what they'll be eating and drinking. 53% of people over the age of 21 will be drinking beer. Yay, beer. Beer and football. Beer and sports just kind of goes together yeah 27 percent will drink wine there's definitely some overlap between those groups and then the rest will be drinking other stuff i guess like Mm. bourbon some harder liquors i suppose 48 million people will order food for delivery or pick something up to go domino's will sell 12 million slices of pizza oh my that's crazy a lot of pizza people will eat 1.3 billion chicken wings we will eat almost 140 million pounds of guacamole, and people will spend 140.2 million on chips, 5.1 million on vegetable trays. That means your party is 27 times more likely to have chips than vegetables. I wonder how many extra pizza delivery people they have on staff that day. They probably make everyone work. Or can we expect to wait two hours for a delivery? Or is it one of those days where you want to work if you're a delivery guy because you know you're going to no. be you're working? Be I know I would want to. Yeah, you figure all yeah. hands on deck. We'll be mm-hmm. busy. All right. Uh, apparently, the activity that makes people ha- the happiest is <clears throat> making love. And a uh, new survey is asking people what other activities make them happy and what activities make them sad. So the seven things that make us happiest are making love, Going to see a movie or a play, 
going to a library or a museum, playing sports, gardening, singing, and talking with friends. Sleeping's not on that list. I was going to say, something in the bed, like sweatpants (laughs) laying around. Netflix and chill. Taking a nap. No, the seven things that make us saddest are being sick in bed, Mm -hmm. working or studying, taking care of someone older, standing in line, doing bookkeeping or other financial work, meetings, and commuting. I love that meetings made that list. (laughs) Everybody hates meetings. I don't know anybody that loves meetings. One other little twist, though, here. People that had children actually liked being at work more than people who are married but don't have kids. Isn't that Mm -hmm. interesting? All right. Really shouldn't have to say this, but just so we're clear, getting a totally sweet selfie is not worth dying over. A new study analyzed the news archives and found that 49 people around the world have died taking selfies since 2014. Their average age was 21, and three out of the four were male. Five of them right here in the U.S., 19 of them in India. Hmm. So how did they die? Here are the eight things that killed them. Falling from high places. 16 of those deaths were falls. Uh, There was that awful one where it was a family of four on a vacation, and... The mother fell over a cliff. Oh, my god! The four of them were taking a picture together, and they were backed up, and the mom fell and died, and her oh. husband and two, like, teenage daughters witnessed the whole thing. That's just, awful. Just, see that. Oh, awful, that awful. awful. Yeah, that's terrible. Awful. And, uh, and unnecessary. I know, because when you hear that, you think, oh, it's some young kid being stupid, and, it, and this wasn't. No. You know? Gosh. It's yeah, everybody. but you got to know your surroundings when you're taking a selfie. Yeah, 14 people have drowned taking a selfie, eight people killed by a train, four people died of a gunshot. Two died of a grenade while taking a How selfie. How does that happen? What I, are you doing? My guess is they're either holding it or they're pretending that they're going to pull the pin. I don't know. A uh, plane crash took place in two of those instances. Uh, twice there was a car crash and one involving an animal where a guy was gored in the neck taking a selfie at the running of the bulls I in Spain. I remember that ding dong. Right? Yeah. All right, we have more news that didn't make the news coming up for you. As I look at the clock, we should probably take a break here. We're very busy people, even when we're on the toilet. We will explain coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Cincinnati's Q102. So they asked men and women what they do on their phones while they're sitting on the john. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are those anonymous surveys. I mean, it's not like you got to put your name down. You just got to fill it out and answer the questions. So people tend to be... Very honest in these things. Mm-hmm. And 36% of women and 42% of men text on the toilet, which I just, that to me sounds kind of disgusting, but well, evidently I mean, a lot of people are doing it. You got a couple minutes. Catch up with your correspondences. Yeah, right. Guys are in there for a while. I think they're having full blown conversations with other dudes. And are they disinfecting the phone after they've... They are not. Absolutely not. ...been handling it? Of course not. 26% of women use social media. 22% of men do the same. Yeah, you got to check your Facebook. 18% of women and 21% of men are making phone calls. You can always tell when they got that echo (laughs) where they are. (laughs) 1% of women, 8% of men checking their fantasy football leagues. And finally, 6% of women... And 5% of men are taking photos on the what toilet. What, taking selfies on the can? It's 2016. It's always time for a selfie. I guess so. I'll tell you, there's someone that I know, and I'm not going to say any names, 
but every day they do a Snapchat and it's called Thought on a Pot. And it is some of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever heard of. I mean, and it's just random. Like you walk into the bathroom and you just sit down and it's like, today's Thought on a Pot is, you know, why do you drive on an expressway? You know, like those little mm-hmm. random things. Right. But it's hilarious. And I wait for it every day. Like, what is the Thought on the Pot today? Hmm. Last year, I went to Mexico and went off the grid. No radio, no TV, no computers, no Wi-Fi, no phones. Oh, how nothing. nice! Nothing. And every time I went to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, like a, a yeah, big, a, you know, to the bathroom, right? Um, it took about three days for me to figure out something's just not right. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> why? Why do I not? This is not. Oh, I'm not on Twitter. Oh, I'm not sitting there on the can doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't you think most people play games in there though? I feel like they're always playing like a bedazzled <laughs> jewel game or whatever. I just want to do my business and get on with my day. Well, you just got to make sure you close the toilet before you flush because that's where you know your phone is going to get the filth because it sprays. I know. And ever since we started talking about that, now I do that. Yeah, the whole fecal matter thing. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, I learn a lot from listening to this show. Twenty-seven-year-old <laughs> Brooke Sutton went to an Ann Taylor outlet store in Destin, Florida, last week. She took a bunch of clothes into the dressing room and then got the security tags off and left with the clothes. The only problem is she left behind two clues. Her cell phone and a big old puddle of pee. How does that happen exactly? Apparently, she took a break while she was pulling the sensors off the clothes to empty her bladder right there on the dressing room floor. Smart. That's disgusting. Employees called the cops when they found the security tags on the ground, and they looked through Brooke's phone and found her husband's number and called him. He had no idea she'd stolen this stuff. In fact, he he thought the cops were just trying to help her get her phone back, mm. so he gave them a full description of the car. <laughs> She'll really appreciate you getting her it? phone back, yeah. <laughs> By the time the cops tracked her down, Brooke had also stolen between 15 and 20 pairs of jeans from a Saks Off Fifth store. Total value of all the stuff she shoplifted, more than $2,100. She was arrested for two counts of felony retail theft. How about that? How about that? She needs to be charged for something for peeing in the floor, too. Something. Yeah, public nuisance. All right, listen, the most important rule for Super Bowl party is to always make sure there is enough food and booze. Better to have too much than not enough. Agreed. Here are four other tips, though, that are probably not as obvious. Number one. Tell people to get there early, because if they all show up five minutes before the game, they're not going to have time to relax and hang out. So tell them they can come an hour or two before kickoff if they want, Mm -hmm. provided that's okay with you. Well, hey, they could come seven, eight, ten hours before kickoff, because that's when the pregame starts. (laughs) That's right. It starts at like 10 a.m., and the game is at 6.30. Mm -hmm. I'll be passed out by the time the game starts. (laughs) I'll be sound asleep. All right, number two, have more than one television set up. If you've got a lot of people coming, you might even want two in your living room so everyone is in crowded around the same tv and having one you can see from the kitchen would also be mm-hmm. nice uh, play games hand out prizes which may sound lame but it actually makes it more fun for the people who don't really care about football mm-hmm. you can print out super bowl bingo cards for free or just google super bowl party games if you need ideas buy a square yeah, well, I was going to say, if you want to gamble, the Super Bowl squares thing is always popular. That's where you draw a grid, everyone gets numbers, and you win money based on the score at the end of each quarter. That's so easy best. because even people who don't know a darn thing about football can play. And you get to rooting for something. Like, if you're, you know, you're like, oh my God, hit the field goal, hit the field goal. And then have a football on hand. A lot of people still like the tradition of going outside around halftime and throwing it around. 
Yeah. So just just a couple things to consider. Thoughts. Ways to make your Super Bowl party a little more fun. Not that it wasn't going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.